And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Tonight's tonight, and it's going to happen again and again. This is New York Talk, and we are back again. We're a day late, and so we're, uh, it's, <laughs> apologies to everybody. Uh, me and Mick wanted to watch the Grand Prix last night and uh, regret it because it was tedious, but that's the reason we were behind, so we apologies for that. We regret it. <laughs> yeah, big time. Yeah. We were just having a night in, that's all it was. That's it. Yeah. It's a nice weekend, um, but... We've got the FA Cup to talk about. We thought, well, you know, because we've got the international break coming in later day, give you a bit more time for Rotherham stuff later in the week. So here we are. A uh, special treat for everybody um, is that Benjamin's here. Hi, Ben. <laughs> Hello. I mean, he, Hello. apparently Ben can only spare literally five minutes for us. Ten minutes. Um, ten minutes. I, it's in, it's, it, uh, yeah, it's hard. Ten, yeah. Right, Ben, you cut it into your 10 minutes by telling us why you can only do 10 minutes. Stop. <laughs> so, Danny's with us. Thank you for joining us, Danny. I like you in Glen Shirt. Thank you very much. Gone retro today. As have you. I've right. seen. I have. Very, very retro. Shout out to the club for the club for the new shirt and the new tracks, which I'm a fan of as well. Uh, Mick, you're in a Manscaped shirt. Well, that's because I'm bald. Yeah, so, uh, Manscaped <laughs> my head. I mean, that's one way of doing it. Yeah, so that's another mention for our sponsor. Let's talk about, before we get into it, the show is sponsored and brought to you by Manscaped. Um, it's Christmas coming up, so if you need to treat yourself or treat a family, a family or friend, this is this is really good stuff. Uh, they've got the Lawnmower 4.0 is their latest, um, not invention, but you know, you know the one I'm trying to look Product. Product, that's the badger. Um, so if you go to manscaped.com and use NYT, at your checkout, you will get yourselves 20% off and free shipping. There's plenty of good stuff over there, so go and have a look if you are interested yourself or know somebody. Like I said, Christmas is coming. Um, so, shall we get into some comments? Ian Bradley is with us. Hello, fellas. And Graham H67 is also with us. Thank you for joining us. 
there. We are recording, so we're, rec- we're recording live on YouTube, but anybody who's on the podcast, we are recording before the FA Cup draw. Um, and I just like I, I, I told these guys before we started recording, <laughs> I am really annoyed that the FA Cup draw is like 10 o'clock at night on a Monday evening. I think it's ridiculous. Um, make thoughts on that. Uh, well, is it on ITV4 as well? I don't know if I've just read that wrong. Yeah, it is. You're right, it is. Yeah, you're right, it is. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, just if, if there's any possibility of getting showing any more disdain to anybody outside Premier League, then then, then it's not possible, is it? You know, is it, is it on between Love Island and some other <laughs> garbage that's on, on there? Geordie Shore. Geordie Shore or whatever. Yeah, well, they, 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 they brought it back to ITV, aren't they? So they've got, there's no paid FA Cup anymore. But now all they've done is put ITV4 and BBC2 and things like that. So they've not prime-timed it in this first few rounds. So they're, they're claiming that they're giving it more respect by making it free to air whilst making oh, it more right, difficult yeah. for you to watch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. But let's talk about how we got there and then we'll talk about later on the show. Um, we'll talk about who we want. I said, any podcast listening will be pointless listening to that part of the show, I suppose. But we'll do it anyway. Um, a 3-0 victory uh, against Bromley. Ben, first half, well, all the game, they had a moment or two, but they were very, very, very few and far between the actual Brom- Bromley, Bromley opportunities. We were never in danger from any minute of the game, really. Nah. I mean, they were, just, they were all right, to be fair. They weren't, they weren't awful. I mean, mm. 3 0 is a very good result for them, but I mean, no, it it's was not. Just, it's reasonable. It was, I mean, I mean, a, I mean, a good result. Uh, I meant not a very bad result for them. Yeah, yeah. I meant a good result, uh, but I mean, we, it were never. Yeah, it was just a, a like a that game end of training. Do you know what I mean? It weren't mm. with really any intensity to it because we didn't need to. Why? Why risk injury? Why risk all that stuff? So, yeah, it never got out of second gear for me. Yeah, they they were talked about in the in the preview, Danny, about their main man Michael Cheek, and I was much more impressed with his mate, Steve, uh, yeah, Steve Alabi, whatever he were. Then uh, Michael Cheek didn't have a touch of game, but that Alabi causes not massive problems, but he he has got something about him. To be fair, yeah, I think so, and I think um, <clears throat> he could be one of the uh, the forces behind Bromley. I mean, they're doing well in the National League this season, um, but I think it's a little bit of an insight from. Um, Paul um, Paul Lester Grimsby because apparently Warney rang him up and said uh, what's happening with Bromley how did they play and I reckon he's told him about their number nine mm. and that's why their number ten was a bit more um, free to roam shall we say yeah and uh, it, it had a couple of good chances to um, to begin with and I mean anyone who's seen the blog they can hear me squeaking like some sort of trap mouse because I honestly <laughs> thought they were going to score early. There are certain points where it's like, oh my God, they are going to score first. It's going to be a repeat of Maidenhead. And it nearly was. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And somehow we clung on and kept a clean sheep, so can't complain. No, I said to you, Mick, when we were watching game, about 25 minutes in, I said it had the makings of an upset. And it was never because we were under threat. It was because we didn't, we weren't quite clicking. They had a little bit about them. And there was always that it's just FA Cup, you know what I mean? You just feel it coming on. <laughs> It never materialised. That was that twenty-minute spell wasn't an amazing spell, but it was their own spell of the game. Yeah, it was. It was, and and, it, and it's a bit of a worry to be honest with you, just because they played a little bit like Wickham, you know, slowing Very the game like down, Wickham. breaking it up, that sort of thing, and 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 that's the second or third time we played a team like that 
uh, a similar of, of that sort of ilk this season, and we struggled against them. Uh, and it is a bit of a worry that we, it's something that we, I'm sure they will be working on, but other teams are going to come to us this season, particularly down at New York, um, and, and, and try those sort of tactics. So it's something that Warney needs to, um, I'm sure he will be doing look at, you know, to have a look at. As for that cheek, lad, I mean, it, it looked like he should be turning out for Red Lion on a Sunday morning, didn't he? He looked like, <laughs> it did look like a proper well, non-league player, like, didn't he? Looked knackered after 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, good luck to Laddie. He's playing, he's playing football, and and you know, he might be playing in football league next year, but um, he, he might need to lay off. He might need to lay off Balti pies after game. <laughs> Apologies so, to Mike. If, if Michael Cheeks tuning in for a bit, you know, to see how, his, how we thought he did on Saturday, I am sorry. Listen, mate, I can I can talk because well, I've got a physique that he'd be jealous of. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, moving on to us a little bit. Um, the lineup then was was strong. Um, Victor came in. We expected Victor to come in. The back three of Harding, Icky, and Wood. Midfield, midfield two with Barlazer and Rathbone plus Adolphin came in. Um, Chio started, which was a little bit of a surprise. How much of a surprise were you? That's how strong <clears throat> went in this game. Very. I mean, it was basically the strongest team could put out uh, except for maybe two people so I, yeah I don't know maybe he just I don't know I, I genuinely have no idea why he went for that team because thanks for coming I, on Ben no I did I've been thinking about it and I can't think of a reason the only reason I could think of is that he just didn't, didn't want to lose because mm. I don't know maybe he wanted to give a Dolphin and Freddie a chance in the team with the proper team around him, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not just the y- y- youngsters mm. to see how they actually perform. Um, I mean, it's unlucky for a Dolphin, but very <laughs> lucky. talk about that. But, um, yeah. Do we, was that because of conclusion? Or... Yeah, he came off yeah. one minute. I ain't got the second. It doesn't show me minutes. Yeah, it was about uh, the 13th minute. 17, so. 17 minutes of Wiles. Yeah. Uh, ben Wiles came on. Ben Wiles had a fantastic 17 minute rest. Uh, before I had to go on for a <laughs> Um Paul once said he didn't know what position you were playing for a minute. Uh, by, all, by all accounts, by the 90th minute, we were back to normal. Everything were fine. Uh, but obviously, concussion protocols, as they are today, rightly, as they are today, uh, he had to come off, which is a shame, Danny. We, we have also this on this podcast, and I think 95% of Rotherham fans have said, we want to see some more Rodolphin. And for him to get having to take off, for no fault of his own as well, he's not been stupid and got sent off. It's just... So unlucky. It's something we've seen, I suppose, so far. Yeah, I think it's one of them seasons where he's come in <clears throat> to a strong team, uh, wanting to improve himself and do well. But the the midfield wall, if you like, that's in front of him is just proving very difficult to climb. Um, and even, I mean, you, you would have thought that with Lindsay being out injured for a bit, that could have been his chance. But now Lindsay's more or less back, which is, don't knock it, it's amazing, but... With the Dolphin, like you say, we just want to see more of him. But we have to be thankful that we're through to the next round of the Pizza Cup. We're through to the next round of the FA Cup. So that could be a Dolphin's chance again to try and mm. um, put his cap on it, if you like. Yeah. No, you're right. Just on a bit of housekeeping, the Pizza Trophy finishes the group stages this week. Um, so I'm pretty sure the draw is later on this week. They'll probably do it on Soccer AM or TalkSport or something like that over the next week or so. Skipping out for that. Um, the game's three o'clock in the morning. 
three o'clock in the morning, yeah, but they'll do it in Thailand or something like that. Yeah. Or do, do it in, in Papa John's, isn't it? So they'll do it in New York City. In yeah, they'll, do, they'll do it three o'clock Detroit time or something, won't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's such a shame. Are you surprised, Mick, that it is not bowl? I, I certainly was surprised. Ferguson yeah. has a recurring injury and he's going away on international duty. It felt like a really good opportunity to give Bowler more minutes, which is what he needs. Yeah, absolutely. And when he did come on, he performed really, really well. Uh, yeah, I, I was quite surprised at that. I don't really know why he decided to do that, but um, particularly, like you said, with the internationals coming up, um, you know, it, it risking Ferguson in either getting another injury or aggravating the one that he's already got uh, and putting that international place in jeopardy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it worked. It worked, didn't it, uh, ultimately? Uh, and, we, and we came, thankfully, came out of it with very little issues apart from uh, a dolphin who, who's obviously had the concussion and now he's going to be, I don't know what the protocol is in terms of football, but it can be up to three weeks, can't it, before they're allowed to uh, play again? I think I think it's normally 10 days. 10 days, is it? Right, um, yeah. But I think, yeah. I, I'm not, I might be wrong, I think it's 10 days of all activities. I don't think you can come to training. Yeah. I don't think you can do no, training no, you can't, like that. Can't, you can't run, you can't, no, you, have, you can't do anything. It's literally just... Yeah. Walking is the maximum intensity you can do. I know it's two weeks for make of football, but obviously normal football will be different. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. I am good for him. Uh, but we'll, mm. we will see more. Like Danny's mentioned, we are going to see more of me, even if it's second round yeah. FA Cup or the next round of the pizza draw. You know, we, we will see him again, thankfully. Um, who else do we got to talk about? Victor, Ben, before you, before you shoot off. Um, Victor came in. He made a couple of mistakes. Somebody's mentioned here, John C. Uh, mentions Joe getting the assist, but Victor spilled one in the first half. It was not. It was. It came to nothing. But I can't, which one? Oh, it, it was probably the only chance that they had, weren't it? In that it first was, half. And, and, and it's been extra harsh. I know it's been extra harsh because it was a mistake that led to nothing. Hmm. But it was a slight mistake, and then it's. It, with the form he's in, with the guy he's up against, he's almost going to be faultless to get anywhere back in here this season. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, I can't remember the spill. So it can't have been that bad. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you didn't concede a goal. No, so that's the most important. The problem is. So, listen, your competition within the team is always a good thing. Mm. So, mm. I mean, as long as we're performing well, there's nothing to complain about. No, and they are. <laughs> no, it's it's the best thing possible. If one of them gets injured, you got basically a number one or there. Mm. Yeah. What what you don't want to do is have, have them rotating every single game. Yeah. That, no, that didn't work for who was it? Barcelona a couple of years like they're like three first team they had, keepers. Yeah, they had change up the Champions League, didn't they? Yeah. Which is not. What yeah. Oh, Man City as well. Yes, yeah, the Bravo. Yeah, Edison. Yeah. This, yeah. From, from what I've seen, it's not what you want to do. No, I agree. The consistency is the best. I think it's all right for FA Cup and things like that, but more than that, then it does become a problem. Um, a couple of comments. Ian Bradley says that the FA Cup draw will be on just after the real highest prize of the Filmed live from the Masons and Olive Lounge. The real housewives. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it also mentions, and this is a very, very good point, that Bromley are not the worst we've seen this season. Crew were much worse. Um, yeah. And the other teams that we've played this season who were much worse than that. So, um, Millers to 2008 ones with us up the Millers. 
Um, Ian Bradley mentions that Larby was a unit, as we've already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Again, Ian Bradley making a very good point. We talk about people slowing the game down. You've got Steve Evans Zillingham coming up at some point, and Steve Evans will know how to set up against a team like us. They'll play the they'll play the Wickham rule, whether it works or not is a different thing. But that's you know that's how it's going to help. Mm. Um, John mentions maybe harshly a bit big spill against Wednesday led to the goal. Yeah, so, yeah. there's just one more comment on there that uh, that you you seem to have missed for some reason from John C. And he just asking <laughs> who's that guy with the curly hair. Um, I know my hair's a bit long, John. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about because I've shaved it all off using a Manscaped 4.0 um, lawnmower. The lawnmower. <laughs> this is what you get, Ben, you see, for, for, for living in London and, and just, just being a big city boy. People don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> go on, Ben. I'll ask you another one. I know you've got to go, but I want to know about Freddie. Yeah, I thought about Freddie because I thought, what were your thoughts? First time you, first time you watched us live in a while because obviously you've been away. Um, yeah. um, what are your thoughts on his performance? Because I know you've been a big critic in the past. He did all right. What I said, I can't remember. I said it to a game. I feel like him and Grig do the very similar thing, but Grig just does it better. Mm. Um, and doing that, Grig had to do the Smith work, which is why he had an average game. But I don't know. He's just he does what Grig does, but not as well. Like. I don't know how to take it's just that's it. Because he still made Grig do the donkey work, but then didn't play that well, if that makes sense. And that's just mm. not good. I think I feel like if Smith was playing and Freddie Smith and Freddie were playing, he'd do the same thing. But I think mm. if Smith were playing and Grig were playing, it'd have been a very different story for Grig. So I'd, I don't know how he did all right. He did the thing where he looks like he's going for the ball, but doesn't. Uh, he, he, he pressed if that's what you want to class as working hard but yeah he did all right he, he did all right I mean he didn't do all bad but he didn't do all good I don't that I can remember yeah and oh, you've got great memory as you've already forgotten Victor Spill so yeah 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 but for me he don't get in the team because he's not good enough I love him he scored again I though hasn't he against two Pretty score again on Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you count Did you go? I, I was sat yeah, there. I, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, I mean, yeah. Nobody else were there, to be fair. Him and sadly, sadly, you know, him and sadly, it'd be good in the team if we keep on playing non-league team and under five. Under five. So, <laughs> bring it sadly or in now oh no oh, I, I love I'm Freddie I'm nah, Instagram and tell him now <laughs> nah I love him I love him as a person even though I've never met him but I just don't think he's good enough like I, I don't know I've said it for a year and a half I still don't think he's good enough I get where you're coming I, from I, get, I do get where Ben's think. coming from um, and, and he has improved he has got better yeah. and his work rates improved massively Um so that's all we can ask for. We can't, you know. I, I, I'm, I am with Ben. I think we've got certainly two strikers who are, who are, who are ahead of Freddie in terms of ability and work rate. Um, we've got another one in JJ who has yet to prove his ability because he's so young, but he's ahead of Freddie on work rate. Even now, even even you know, even in these last couple of games where Freddie has genuinely put a shift in, you know, um, not maybe not quite so much on. Uh, on Saturday, as he did in the last couple of games prior to that, but um, I, I get where Ben's coming from. I'm, I'm just, 
I don't think he's as good as the other two I, as a striker. My problem is my problem is not really. I don't know. I've said that. I've said it in the past. I've said his problems work great in the past, but I mean you can't really judge work rate because he, that's just how he plays football, and then you don't know what he's doing after. You don't know what he's doing outside of the normal practices to get better. So you can't really judge his work rate. I'm judging it on performance. I mean, as a neutral, he's just like he's all right. He's not. He's just there. Mm. You know what I mean? I just don't think he's good as Briggs. His work rate is not a problem because I don't. I can't see his work rate. Fair enough. Uh, and then I'll, on that, I'm going to go. Well, one yeah. thing I would like is um, Tottenham away in third round. I mean, it's closer to Walking distance where you are. Yeah, yeah it's closer <laughs> to my house and my college. So. I'm going to end up walking in the wrong dressing room trying to meet the players, won't well, so. we? Can we all park on your drive then, Ben? <laughs> I mean, you can if you want. No, the NFL dressing rooms are different, aren't they? Yeah. So. Mm. Yes, yeah, remember Matt crushing your dreams about that one. Yeah, Sorry. I know. <laughs> Hard it's been a lovely 19 minutes with you, Ben. Thank you. Thank I'm sure you. see you again in six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Remember. See you a bit, mate. Bye-bye. Uh, oh, Ian Bradley right. mentions, again, typical Freddie Gold, but his work rate has improved. I agree. I've been maybe, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit harsh on him. Um, yeah, midfield three. Obviously, we didn't get the rest that Wiles wanted, Danny. But yeah, Danny uh, and Redbridge. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Danny. <laughs> sorry, mother was telling me what channel the football is on. Sorry, okay, no worries, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> we didn't get the rest that Ben Wiles wanted, but what it meant was that we just uh, 17 minutes it comes on, it's no coincidence that after then. Bromley started to fall away because we just took control of the game. The midfielders is almost the championship midfield. Those three, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think the only the only player we were missing really was um, <clears throat> was Bar was it Barlazer? Was it who Duffin was on for? No, no, no. Sorry. Wales. So when, when when Wales came on, it was our League One top end midfield. So I think that may have shell shocked Bromley a little bit. Um, mm. like, like we said, it was a shame that a Dolphin went off. But when Wiles came on, he still had that gritty determination that he would have had if he'd have started or come on after 60 minutes. Mm. Um, and he's still got the link-up play to score an absolute scorcher of a goal, which is probably one of the best goals of the round. I think there's only can't, like... can't be far off, can it? No, there's, there, there must be at least one or two that are like, on a level with it, but mm. it's the dummy by Rathbone to set up his goal that, that makes it for me. Um, mm. But yeah, but Wiles was just... Well, he'll Ben Wiles, won't he? He's, um, he's, like I say, he's got that gritty determination to keep winning the ball back. He's just a... Uh, <laughs> he's just a Yorkshire version of Ollie Rathbone, really, isn't he? He's or at least he's being yeah, moulded into one, anyway. A little bit more quality, um, to be fair. That's... Mm. That's that's what um, the Josh Smith Bakshimik for the back mix comment. The Wilds is the best midfield in the lead. Lads gets better and better every week. I could see when he was at school that he'd go far in his footballing career, and that's the key thing. Mick, he's already up there as one of the best midfielders in the division. He's getting better and better. That goal on Saturday, I know the Rathbone step over was superb, but to have that composure just to bang, no keeper in 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 the world stopping that. It's just bullet. Mm. Yeah, without a doubt, he is the best midfielder in this division. No question, in my view. No question at all. Um, I don't think anybody comes near him um, that I've seen, that I'm aware of. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm a what a finish, what an absolute peach of a finish. Um, there's an argument apparently that um, that Chio was offside when that ball was. I thought it was. Him. My first thought um, when the ball was offside, I thought it was offside. Based on the fact that that linesman was the linesman on the other side in the second half, Chio wow. must have been ten yards offside um, because. I've seen some dire, I've seen some dire lines, <laughs> linesmen, assistant referees in my time. But I mean, he was awful. I don't know how many times we were offside in that second but, half. There were so many just, times where I just turned. Just refused. Is is a mile off here? <laughs> he, just, he just refused to put his flag up, didn't he? He just completely refused. You know, it's, it's, and he's and he's running down the line with his thumb out as if to say, "No, he's onside." Yeah. The, the the guy was was standing, he was positioning himself probably about four yards behind, or sorry, yeah, yeah behind the last defender. Yeah. So he couldn't possibly see along the line. So I imagine Chio probably were offside um, yeah. for that, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think it stunned him, Danny, to the second, the second goal. The second goal was just scrappy. And that, that, that was the sign of a team who've just conceded before half-time and the heads have dropped. Freddie's done well, but they've got to do better than that. Yeah, I, I think so. It was um, it was very much just just get the ball out and make it to half time at one nil. Yeah. Um, and I think if Freddie was a different sort of striker, like I know we've complained that he's well, not complained, but um, said that he's a very similar striker to Grig, but he doesn't quite poach as well mm. positionally wise. Um, I mean, he was in right position for his mm. goal once. Yeah. I mean, Woody's done something to assist it. <laughs> Um, and and Freddie's just stuck his leg out and it's gone in and it you can say yeah it's a scrappy goal and you could you could say that oh a league one team shouldn't be scoring scrappy goals against a national league team but it sort of shows we can get down and dirty to just mm. go ahead even more which could advance our season I mean we're not going to all score um, goals with the quality of Wales. So I think to have that ability to get a scrappy goal and just make sure the thing goes over the line um, will help us out in future. <laughs> Even if Freddie was just stood in the position and just went, oh, leg, bang, points in. There you go. Yeah. Similar to the Plymouth goal, weren't it, first eight season? Yeah. We were yeah. just in the right place at the right time. Um, it's, well, if, if it was easy, everybody would do that. It's not easy. There's no together in the position. It's clearly not easy. Um, but yeah. Um, the second half, then, the half time then comes. There was a couple of subs at half time. Uh, Icky came off for Reg. Um, and who else came off? Freddie. No, mm. anyway, that's the only uh, sub at half time. Sorry, there was plenty of subs in the second half. I've got a list of them here, and there's so many substitutions. There's so many substitutions that Bromley made seven. Um, <laughs> now there's been confusion over this. You're allowed to make the confused is how many concussion subs you're allowed to make. I thought it was one. Which mm. should be only allowed to be six. I've seen other places saying you're allowed to make two. You should be. I mean, you can't. If if you're going to have a rule that says, you know, if you've got concussion, you get a free substitution. You can't have a limit on the number that you've got because if four players get get concussion, then you then you're forced to play another player with concussion. You know what I mean? If you mm. run out of subs or whatever, that can't that can't be that can't you know if 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 they've got concussion to come off and it's a free sub. And if it's eleven of them, it's eleven of them. You know what I mean? I, so I would, I would argue. In the Premier League, you're allowed two concussion substitutes. 
Now, that's not necessarily the case in the FA Cup because in the Premier League, you'll have three subs. In the FA Cup, you'll have five subs. Um, so it may well be that seven was allowed uh, based on what I'm looking at. Um, but again, that's that that's the Premier League and they do have instead uh, of two different rules is, is madness. Um, <laughs> it's all very but, confusing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and to make seven subs in a game is just bizarre. I, I've, I've never known it before. You don't you sometimes see less subs than that in a friendly. So if we're selling yeah. an FA Cup game is a little bit farcical and it takes away once again something else to take away from the competition. I don't really understand why it's five subs, to be honest with you. But this is the world that we live in, unfortunately. I mean, to be um, fair, five subs is coming back next season. There's <clears throat> being votes in the Premier League about bringing it back, which you can sort of understand because it um, puts less emphasis on just having certain substitutions. Like Warner says, it keeps the fitness of your entire squads match fit, match fitter for longer. Um, but like you say, for seven subs in the FA Cup, I mean, <laughs> I think we made less subs against Parkgate, didn't we? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So, like, like you say, he takes it away a little bit. But <clears throat> like, Mick, <clears throat> excuse me, like Mick says, you, it should be uh, one off, one on for mm. concussion, regardless of how many actually get concussion, um, and then however many on top of that. But for seven in one game, I mean, not not to berate Bromley or anything, but Really? Did you have to make seven? You know? I bet he regrets making one of them. <laughs> wow. We may as well talk about that now, aren't we? Uh, yeah. Uh, the red card came on 51 minutes, just a couple of minutes after Amonga. That's probably not how you pronounce it, but Amonga got sent off um, for the second foul on Chio. Um A shocker, Danny. An absolute shocker. You could see him lining up from a mile away. It's typical non-league against league club. When things aren't going well, they're going to try and try and hurt people, and that's what he did, and he got what he deserved. It straight red. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people probably heard me say this, but I've described it as a washing machine tackle because Chio yeah. legit just did a spin in midair. Um, and like you say, you could see him lining up for the challenge because Chio's done one guy. Um, he's then run off to come round and collect the ball on the touchline, and he's just gone bang straight into mm. him now. A lot of people have made comparisons to Inequa's tackle on Forestieri when we played Wednesday a few years that ago. That one was funny, though. That one was funny <laughs> because they, we won't say what Forestieri did because he'd been acquitted, but it was still funny. Yes. Um, but with that one, it was more of a targeted thing mm. because the new Chio was a problem. You could say that's what Wednesday did when they played us, but don't tell anybody because they'll clip it. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I, for me personally, I'm a bit gutted because I was just stopped recording on my phone just as it happened. <laughs> and you saw our whole section of the East Stand just jump to the feet. Mm. And it was like, he could he could have broken his leg. Yeah. Let, 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 let's be real. If he'd uh, hit him wrongly on his ankle or his knee, that could have been Chio's career done and dusted. So when he got up, it was like, how's he managed to do that? I mean, even their gaffer said, I'm glad he's all right. So he mm. knew it were a reckless challenge. Even Danny Cowley, who was uh, the lad's gaffer at Portsmouth, because he's on loan from them, even he said it were a reckless challenge. So um, hopefully he learns from it and isn't as reckless in future. You could say because he's a young player he's, and he's playing at non-league level, it, it's a bit more of a... Um, a rough and tumble sort of sort football, shall we say? Um, mm. But still, that sort of challenge—it's like you need to reevaluate your defending if you're going to challenge players like that all the time. 
Gormick. Can I be a bit controversial and say that I think it's possibly more mistimed than intentional? Do you think? The, the, I do, yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I, I think so. I think Chios, you've got to bear in mind, first thing I would say is that that tackle should never have happened because the referee should have given the foul on Chio first. You know, mm. the, 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 the defender or the, the, the uh, Bromley player he's forced him so far off the pitch he's nearly into stand yeah. um, you know and the ball's way out in front of him and the referee's not playing advantage because I, I looked at that and they looked directly at the referee I almost missed the tackle and the referee's not playing advantage uh, and that was a definite foul and then that would have negated the problem altogether um, but for me I think it, I, bear in mind that Chio's running at full pelt you know he's running at full pace so any contact at that point is going to end in him in going head over heels virtually, you know what I mean? Um, I think he's just mistimed it, and I don't think he's mistimed it by very much. It's not that it's not a million miles away from it, um, but even so, even so, it's still you know, as a defender, you've got a, a player of that pace running directly at you. You're not just going to stand there like a brick wall, or you're not going. To, you know what I mean? You've got to run with him and show him outside or whatever. So it's a stupid challenge, stupid, stupid challenge, uh, but. Yeah, I, I just I'm not convinced on the the intent personally. I, I just you, think it was badly timed. You know, I can, I can actually see where you're coming from. I do think they had a bit of intent to go after Gio because he was so fast and mm. he was one of our main threats. But like you say, I don't think he's done a Roy Keane and gone right. I'm going to go after you, yeah. sort of thing. I think he's like you say. I think he has legit gone for the ball, but he's mistimed it, and because of Gio's pace and. You know, it's like Newton's law. It's someone going traveling really quickly in an immovable object. It's going to come off worse for the thing that's traveling right quickly, isn't it? Which unfortunately it was, was Geo. Yeah, I mean, everybody um, sees it differently, don't they? You know what I mean? Ah, uh, well, like what doing. everybody well, sees it differently. Well, when I say I know what I'm doing, I'm not saying it was trying to hurt him badly. It was trying to stop Geo. That that's yeah. all he was trying to do, and that and that's how he that's how he thought he he needed to stop Geo. Um, yeah. He shouldn't have done it. If he's given himself a red card, which is a three-match ban, it could have injured the players. Teams aren't ten men. It just adds up to a bit a moment of absolute stupidity. Uh, but that's non-league football for you, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, Top yeah. of the league, but there's non-league for a reason. Um, the best bit about that, and there is no question about it, is Ollie Rathbone. Oh. <laughs> the guy's come from nowhere. He's nowhere near ball. I've probably, probably come from dugout from where it looks. And just come over and push their player over, scream for physio. I don't think Chio's actually that badly hurt. I think people only thought he was badly hurt because of how Rathbone reacted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Again, from a midfielder, though, isn't it? I want him on my team, you know what I mean? If I want that man <laughs> on my side. Uh, and that sums him up, doesn't it, really? I love him. I love him more and more. <laughs> yeah, like a little kid, weren't he? Yeah. He's come over like a freight train and got into the guy who was tackling. Proper, proper shoved him in the chest, hadn't he? Like, yeah. he, he came over there and he chose violence, didn't he? <laughs> come over, give him a shove. Someone's pulled him off and he's gone, oh, God, Gio's on the floor. Gone over to him. Physios have come on. It's, it's just, it just screams commitment to the team, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter say he's like a young Lee Frecklington, but with more ability on the ball, if you like. And to have someone who's just come into our team this year and be already that committed and <clears throat> to the team and his and his and his um his co-workers, if you like, that shows the sort of player that he is. And I think 
if we can keep hold of him, he will mm. probably become a household name with us. The only thing that is missing that Frecklington had to start with, Frecklington never had a problem with scoring goals. From day one, Frecklington could find the back of the net. That's the only thing Rathbone's not doing. He's doing, he's doing literally everything else. He's sort of playing how Frecklington played when he left without the goals. And he's, so he's, put, he's got that to build upon. You know what I mean? It, look, look at the freedom they've given Ben Wiles. He's now finding the goals. Rathbone will get that freedom and he will get that coaching. It's like he's mentioned, it's still early doors for his Robin career. So mm. I do expect to see that progression and goals added to his game because he nearly scored on Saturday. Didn't he? There was that chance that it, it, were, it were direct and it was very, very close. Um, yeah, I want him in my team. <laughs> Every day we want him in my team. 100%. Um, then the subs did start coming thick and fast. Chio came off after, straight after the tackle for Kieran Sadlier. Uh, JJ came on for Freddie and Bowler came on for Ferguson. Both of those on the hour mark. A little bit surprised. Well, at the time, Mick, I was surprised we didn't make any more substitutions. But Smith were injured. And the only other player on bench was the goalkeeper. So we were never going to make a sixth sub, which we would have been allowed to make. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it's great to see JJ on there. And I just, there's a few people made comments on it already. I'm just dying for him to score a goal. And and I, I think there were one point at which Ben Wiles could have put ball into, to I, I maybe even had a go at goal, and he, he tried to pull it back for for JJ, yeah. you know. And it's just not falling for him at the moment. But you know, he, he's 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 a big, strong lad. And the thing about him is, you know, he just he just looks like a footballer. That might. It sounds like a stupid thing to say, but he's just everything about him, his mannerisms, the way he holds himself, the way he runs, the way, he, the way, just the way he plays. He looks mm. like he's got some class about him, um, and sooner or later he's going to hit back at net. And I suspect, you know, when he does, it's going to end up being undroppable. I, I genuinely think that he's, he's, he's. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I might be proved wrong, but it just looks like to me. It's, it's, it's going to be a massive asset to us. I'm going to be I'm going to be critical again, and I am being harsh. But I said to you at the time, Mick, and then I thought on Saturday the game passed him by a little bit. Now I think that's because he tried saying really central to try and get his goal. He wasn't doing the runs down the wings and the run, and, and and the extra work. But I, I do wonder if it, if that was a conscious thing because he he's not done other games. No, in other games he has put the effort. He's run the channels. He's done this that, and other. But on Saturday I thought it passed him by a little bit. Why do you think he did? Um, I think, like I said, I think he did play a little bit central, but you never know. That could have been uh, an idea of, you know, just try and play central and see how you are as a centre forward mm. rather than uh, working the channels and such. But there was one point where he did very nearly score. Like the ball came in and he caught it with his head, and it's like, oh, he's mm. just gone wide. <laughs> um, but like Mick says, when KO scores, I think. Your mind is going to be undroppable. I think there'll be a pitch invasion when he scores. Because <laughs> um, it's just, it's like he's already had the opportunity, but mm. he's been selfless and he played even Freddie. You know, yeah. and to say he's already got himself in that position and he's gone, no, it's better for the team if somebody else goes. That proves mm. how much he's come, he's come on as a footballer from mm. his time at Carlisle and potentially away with the island on the 21s. Um, but yeah, when when JJ scored, I think crowd's just going to go ballistic, aren't they? <laughs> I, I think yeah. the bench is going to go ballistic. One, he'll come over and run the <laughs> I'm telling you, it's coming. He it's will coming. score at some point this season, whether it's in the cups or the league. He will score at some point, and it will be special for him. Mm. It's just it's like a champagne bottle. Once it pops, 
it's going to go everywhere, yeah. and it's going to it's going to score loads of goals. I think. Yeah. Uh, Warnie said in his in his uh, weekly column for advertiser that this whole squad's willing him on to score goals, which again it shows how they're all in it together. It shows how much of a team game it is. You know they want this kid to score a goal for the club, but that, as everybody does, mm. um, it's a good position to be. Obviously, we we like him to have five goals by now, but that's you know that's dreamland situation really, isn't it? That's, that was that would wouldn't have happened really. Uh, ten minutes to go, Mick. William Grigg, as it says on uh, Sky Sports Soccer Score Centre, um, <laughs> oh, got, his, got his standard cup goal. Uh, yeah. four, four, four cup goals so far this season. Three in the in the pizza. Finally, yeah. one in the game. It, it wasn't necessarily effective in the game, but as soon as you bring somebody else on who's not Freddie, gets his chance, gets his goal. Uh, he could have scored two or three. To be fair, though. I have to agree with what Ben was saying earlier on that for, for, for Will Grigg, unfortunately, he was having to do that rule, that come fetch rule almost that um, that that Smithy that Smithy does, and that's not really his bag. Um, well, he's clearly happy to do it, um, but but he's you know he's he's a poacher, he's a goal poacher, um, and, and and Freddie was kind of playing that role on Saturday, so so Grigg had more of a he was he sort of a little bit deeper role. So as a consequence of that, he wasn't really as involved in the game as he um, as he usually is, and he wasn't really in position to uh, to score until until we made the change. Um, but he's it, one of those players that plays a really important role in the game, but it kind of goes unnoticed a lot of the time. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and and he, I think he is a really important player, a really important player to the uh, you know to the squad and to the team. But it's difficult to put your finger on precisely exactly why. You know, he will pop up with a goal here and there, but he's as things stand at the moment, he's not he's not going to get you twenty six goals this season or twenty goals. Um, but it's still important. It's still important to the squad and the way that we play. Um, I just think that Saturday probably wasn't. Uh, it, it, I don't think it works with Freddie. I think. I just, yeah. I just don't think it works with him, and and that's not a criticism, like Ben said, of either of the, either either of the players. I just don't think they're still playing together. So. No, and well, and, and Freddie's got the shirt, as we know from the league games, and he's got another goal. Assuming Freddie stays injury free over the next two weeks, Freddie will have the shirt against Cambridge. Mm. Uh, I'd be amazed if he doesn't. And right, so let's be fair about it. Freddie's got his goals. He's come in, done the job, got the goals. There's no reason to drop him. Fitness depending. Um, but we've got a lot of games coming up. You know, playing Saturday, Tuesday towards the end of the month, FA Cup second round, Papa John's is coming around. There's plenty of games to go around for everybody. Uh, anybody else that stood out for you, Danny? It was more of a routine win rather than an amazing win, weren't it? Is there any other players that you think were worth worth mentioning? Um, I, like I say, I think it was just a routine performance. There was nothing that really troubled us. <clears throat> like there were a couple um, squeaky moments in the first and second half. But other than that, I think it was just a routine League One against National League team where one's got international break and one doesn't. Um, but just touching on what we've said about Freddie, I think Freddie and Greg both work playing alongside Smith, but they don't work playing alongside yeah. each other, yeah. which is good because if, like you say, we've got Saturday and Tuesday and such. I mean, we know what Smith's like. Smith can keep, he's like Rathburn, but bigger. He can just keep running. Mm. But to have a difference of character and player, but also with a similar 
attribute playing alongside him that's good for Smith because mm-hmm. it, it's no worries for him because he's got the same sort of player. So if he scuffs a shot or misses a header, there's always going to be someone there just go and poke it in. I do think Grigg played better when Ko came on. Um, but again, I think that's because Kale played more centrally, so it gave Greg a bit more freedom, so he was able to pop up in different areas. Um, but now, other than that, I think standard performance, good win, nothing too scary happened. Um, only thing I can say is fair play to Bromley for bringing about four hundred and fifty fans up from East London, uh, from South East London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, great effort, and one of the good things about FA Cup first round weekend. Get people out coming to a, a really nice stadium. Uh, I hope they enjoyed the stadium. Obviously, enjoyed the game. Um, Graham H67 points out rightly so. Smith is out for the Cambridge game. So yeah, Freddie yeah. Andrig will have a go as a partnership, um, mm. possibly. Or would you start Coyote? We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tune in next uh, time on New York Talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna think I want to mention what I thought it were now, so that's uh. Do you want to mention one of the new products from Manscaped? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> the uh, the ball Dave. toner, the ball toner, which it which is perfect for your balls. <laughs> there you go, perfect for toning your balls. <laughs> uh, oh man! I wanted, I wanted to do that whilst Ben was here, but he's under eighteen, so I couldn't. Could I? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I shout out to the club with the new retro stuff. I know Christmas is coming, and which is why they're pushing the stuff out. But the new retro shirt, I've got the new uh, jacket. Uh, the 80s, early 80s, like, and I like, I like that. I may not be getting that, but I do like it. Um, <laughs> it is so 80s, isn't it? It is so, so 80s. 80s. Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense either. It's red, blue, and yellow. Yeah, yeah I know yeah. the way it was blue, was mainly well, it was blue and yellow, weren't it? I suppose yeah, blue and yellow, but it, it were mainly yellow and not blue. Yeah. And it, it was just, yeah, yeah, a bit of lack of creativity on behalf on the on the part of Hobot or Hobot or whatever they call. Um, but yeah. even the name is, is an 80s name of a company, yeah. It's just, I mean, I yeah. it looks nice. And first thing I do is I go online and I'm buying it. I says, Oh, it's the 1980 81 shirt. And the first thing my mum says to me is, Oh, that's the year I left school. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it as your leavers jumper. There you go, mum. <laughs> um, so wraps through to the second round. That's what I want to ask, Mick. Um, it's interesting that two years ago. We struggled in the first or second round. All right, we beat Maiden there, but they were part-time and we went 1-0 down and the red card helped us. We went 3-0 down to Solihull and again, because of effectively tiredness and our relentlessness won us the game. There was never that moment on Saturday, really, where you thought, no. you know what, were it, you, there was that feeling that, oh, this is the FA Cup and we're not playing well. Something might happen here. But it was never, oh, you know what, I'm really worried here. It was, it was so comfortable and that's a sign of how we've come on in two years. We're like chalk and cheese in comparison to that side. Absolute yeah. chalk and cheese, um, you know. So, so yeah, it, I, bring it on. I mean, I just let's get to third round. Let's get a big club away and, and lose. Happy day. So we get a decent payday at third round, and and let's just get out of this just, and concentrate on what's important. Maybe the fourth round in forever. Let's get the fourth oh, round. God, I just I don't want to take away from. From, uh, from from our league performances, I don't want to incur any extra extra games. Well, just talk like, about extra games. Yeah, Sheffield Wednesday and Plymouth Argyle have got an extra game. 
Oh God, that's something to look have, forward to. Any after Sunday, Jesus Christ! I hope they won't tell. Wigan have got another game. Ipswich have got another game. Wickham have got another game. Bolton have got another game. MK Dons have got another game. It, all, these have all got FA Cup replays. That was the one thing we had to not come it's out. It's hard with. not to look, look smug in this situation. <laughs> exactly. well, it, it is. But, what, but on the flip side of that, what you're saying is, let's have another game and let's have another round. Let's go through to another round. So you're, we're essentially putting ourselves in that same very same position that that we're being smug that these these other teams have got. So yeah, I mean, it's nice to get the third round, fourth round, or whatever, and get that payday. But there's got to be there's got to be in my head and my. Uh, I'm keeping my feet <laughs> feet on the ground, as John John C would say. Here. There's got to be a trade off here somewhere. You know, we, we we do not want to be putting our players in a position where they're either either tired because of the the relentlessness that, that they play at, um, or or in danger of getting injured and and putting that that league form in jeopardy. It's really really important to me, I think. But that's just my view. I'm, I'm sure Tony Stewart have a different one. Just dream, come on. Bring on the semi-finals. <laughs> on the flip side, it also gives us a chance to possibly turn form around as well. If yeah. if it does if occur it around that time. Which, yeah. which it will drop. The form's gonna drop at some point. It's or it is. Uh so yeah, I agree. If you, if you if we if we get to third round and beat, I don't know, let's say Everton at home, for an example. If we had been in a drop of form, your form goes back up straight away. FA Cup gives you the opportunity and pizza and yeah. just to an extent. Didn't that happen last season as well? We had a bit of a really rough run and then we played Everton in the Cup. Yeah. And it was a exactly. really, really good performance. Then we went unbeaten for a few. Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it, it swings around about a football, really, isn't it? Yeah. So I'll tell you, I tell you what, what yeah. would be absolute dreamland, right? Go we go on a good Cup run in the FA Cup maybe to the fifth round, beating a Premier League team along the way, potentially. We, then we do the double of the league and the pizza cup and then go back to the championship, just like, yes. Well, Completely. That, that, that's dreamland, that, that, isn't it? Yeah. That, that's yeah. what I want for Christmas, please, Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Ian Bradley mentioned again, a very, very important point. Our next opponents are Cambridge. They will have played their FA Cup replay the Tuesday before they come to New York Stadium. Uh, and they're playing Northampton, a solid Northampton team in League Two. So they've not got an easy non-league t- game to play. Uh, so again, positives. This is what you get for getting the job done on, on the first round of asking. Yeah, yeah. Um, so again, for any podcast listeners, really sorry, but we are recording before the FA Cup draw. Don't blame us, blame ITV. Because uh, it's on at 10 o'clock on a stupid afternoon. Um, so who do we want? My standouts really are... Um, I think Ian mentioned it in the comments. Buxton, I think, would be a good one. Halifax Town. Uh, not, not oh yeah, FC Halifax Town. I've called Halifax Town now. That would be an interesting one. Um, Harrogate. We haven't played Harrogate in a, league, in a game where our fans are allowed to go. That would be an interesting one. Officially. Or the final one that stands out for me, Gateshead or Altrinum. Because uh, Ben Pringle plays for Altrinum. So that would be an interesting oh, yeah. one to come against Pringle. Um, I want St. Albans. St. Albans. I know why you want St. Albans. Tell me why you want St. Albans. Because my wife's come from St Albans. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be a good one. So, uh, you know, I'll have, I'll have a bit of that. Should be a laugh. The problem is, if you do that, you'll do all you'll hear for the two weeks before we play them is every time we talk about it, she goes, I'm from St Albans, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a week on the podcast. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, you know about St Albans. Yeah. So, um, I'll tell you about a Roman castle that's, uh, that's about it, I think, or an abbey or something. I don't know. 
Yeah, a couple of a couple of League Two t- League Two grounds that none of them, most people won't have gone to. You got Sutton are through, Barrow are through. Um, there's some interesting ones. Like I already mentioned Harrogate, who, who most people won't have gone to. Uh, Iron Player wants Donny. Donny are through. Yes, with six 0 again. Ian <laughs> Bradley mentioned the local derby. Chesterfield are through as well. I was talking about that at work today. Yeah, may not get through. Yeah, Chesterfield was uh, is it's for me, I think Chesterfield is probably the one that we're gonna get. But that's my that's that's my it's little tip. Ground. It's a horrible little ground. Oh. Oh, right, I'll take that. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. Oh, there you go. Ian Bradley, David Noble plays to place for St. Albans. That's really a, oh yeah, he does, doesn't he? Wow, that, there you go. St. Albans yeah. again, bringing the former players. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, St. Albans it is then. Second round draw, Danny, can be quite tedious at times, but there's quite a lot in there we've gone through, which get any of those ones we mentioned, and they're good draws, interesting draws. Yeah, um, I think so. I think when we got Solihull last time, everyone were a bit surprised because I think Solihull's still the youngest team that we've ever played if due mm-hmm. to formation date. I think they'll form now seven, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, but this round two, Joe, there are some interesting ones. I mean, there are the, the boring ones. Like I don't want Chef Wednesday in second round. No. That'll be boring. Oh, basically, basically, any like inform League One team like Wigan, Ipswich, Bolton, Milton Keynes. Wimbledon. We'll do Wimbledon's new ground. That'd be good. Yeah, Wimbledon are doing nicely. But it's like the ones that are up the top end that are like, oh, I've already played you, or you know what, oh, you're going to be in a promotion fight with us. Don't really want them because that would be boring. Yeah. If Oldham get through, however, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you say, I'm, I'm in the... I mean, the thing of uh, maybe Sutton, Yeovil, Yeovil be a Yeovil at home, That's not, not travelling to Yeovil. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Ian said, Chesterfield would be a good one. Um, but I reckon we are going to get another non-league club. It seems to be a theme. Whenever we're in the second, mm. whenever we get to the second round, we play a non-league team, and we've already played one. Like last year, well, no, last last time in League One. So I reckon we'll get another one. So I'm going to go with Gateshead or Altrincham for us. That's my prediction. Yeah. Oh, Solihull, Manchester. Yeah, it's that way out. Yeah, yeah. Solihull still in it. Yeah, they, if we're, yeah. to draw, we could um, we could go for the to try and beat the world record of the number of players offside for a goal, couldn't we? So they, had, <laughs> they had seven players offside when they scored. So I, I mean, it'd be difficult to get eight, but I'm sure I'm sure with the quality of linesmen we're having in this division, then uh, it helps possible, isn't it? <laughs> I just want another classic commentator phrase from Martin Tyler: "Oh, it's three 0 and it's good night, Rotherham." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Ian Bradley mentions Port Vale and Jamie Proctor. Now, be nice playing oh, in Port Vale. Nobody wants to go to Port Vale ever again. <laughs> <laughs> like we never be Port Vale. No. Nightmare. Yeah. Port Vale at home, you know, yeah, at home, Jimmy Proctor back at New York would be nice. Same, yeah, same yeah. with you, David Noble and Pringle. It but throws at these opportunities, doesn't it? The players yeah, that it we're does. never going to play against in the league again, probably that they can come here and maybe have some uh, nice receptions. Um, Bolton and Stockport have gone to a, gone to a replay, which I don't want, I don't want either of them. I don't want Bolton, Stockport are a really strong non league team. You don't want that one if you're going to be a non league team. Let's get St. Albans, let's get Buxton, let's get you know somebody <laughs> we know we're going to be fairly comfortable again. Um, Ian Bradley, yeah, I was at the 6-2 as well. I still got nightmares. We, when, we, when we talk to all the players, when we talk to Michael O'Connor, Ben Pringle, Kari Arneson, that's the game that stuck, one of the games that stuck out for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you never know, yeah. could get Port Vale and get some revenge on him, but 
Not not for me. I, I, I want another non-league team. Potentially yeah. a close one. But it's a ground we haven't been, so maybe Altringham. Altringham would do nicely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Uh, I think we're about done. Anything else you two want to mention that I haven't already mentioned? I think we've covered... I think we managed to get nearly an hour out of FA Cup first round weekend. It's not bad, to be fair. No, no I think I'm uh, well, all good. Fantastic. I don't know when we'll be back this weekend. Um, we will have some chats with me. There's no no Robin stuff to talk about, but, but we'll keep an eye on our socials. We will be back at some point, even if it's next Thursday, for the preview of the, of the Cambridge game. Um Keep an eye on the YouTube channel for some stuff that's coming up through there. And we will see you all soon. And I said, keep an eye on the socials. Thanks all for watching. If you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. We're creeping up towards 400 subscribers on YouTube. So if you can get subscribing to, to there, we would really appreciate it. If you're on iTunes and Spotify, make sure you've subscribed and follow us. Give us a five star on iTunes because, again, we get a couple more on there. And we do appreciate it. Again, hello to Vietnam listeners and South Korean listeners. We, yeah. we appreciate our Asian friends. Um, we need some impression of Robbie, Robin Williams soon, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and it's been a pleasure. Thanks to Ben, who's not here. I'm, I'm sure he's not listening either. Uh, thank you to Mick. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> and uh, Danny, it's always been a pleasure, mate. Yep, always a pleasure. And use code NYT at Manscaped for 20% off and free shipping. Do it. Thank you very much. Code's just there on the screen. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.